Welcome, welcome to Are You Determined to Grow? Uh, today we have a, a special guest that is going to be bringing the word tonight, um, Associate Pastor, um, Minister Andro Kelly is going to be bringing the word. Of course, we always want to start it out with prayer, and then uh, we're going to get started in the lesson. Uh, I'm going to pray since he's going to be bringing the word, and then uh, we'll go from there. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity, Father God, to come before you as humbly as we know how. Without you, we are nothing, Father God. Lord, we're just asking that you would strengthen us in your word and through your word. And Lord God, that you would give us uh, the things that we should say, the things that we should do according to your will and purpose for our lives. Let your word spring forth. Uh, out of our lives, that it may touch everyone around us. Praying for my family as we have lost another cousin. Bobo, praying for his family and all those surrounding ones. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> so uh, we have a wonderful treat. Uh, we're going to be listening to uh, Associate Pastor Kelly. And uh, at, uh, it's, it's great to have everyone back in the saddle again. Yeah. So we are excited. I want to sing just a little bit of this song. And then I'm going to give it over to uh, Minister, Associate Pastor. Thank you and welcome and welcome and welcome. There is power. In the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Amen and amen and amen. And now we're going to yield the floor. But with one announcement, I wanted to. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I wanted to uh, let uh, mission uh, let evangelist know that he is on program uh, for May fourteenth. I think is the date. Vanessa will let me know. Uh, it is the second Wednesday in May, and uh, we have put you on program at that time. So we know that you're gonna bring us uh, some meat, just like uh, Associate Pastor Kelly's gonna do for us tonight. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Uh, so that you can be in prayer for what you're going to do. Uh, you're going to be falling behind uh, missionary um, <clears throat> missionary uh, Montgomery. She will be bringing the word the first 
Wednesday in May. And uh, we just thank God for it all. So, we're, but without further ado, we're going to give it over to Minister Kelly, and uh, we'll be directed from him at that point. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. 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 It brings me a great honor to uh, stand before God's people and to uh, deliver his word yet once again. Uh, uh, y'all have to, uh, hey Emily, y'all have to excuse my attire. Uh, I've been working on the rent house all day, uh, getting this together, getting that together. But I wanted to make sure that I was here on time to uh, uh, to break bread. Um, so we have a very simple lesson today. It's not complex at all. Probably one we've heard many times over and over again. Uh, well, the title of this lesson is uh, Don't Waste Your Time on Your Enemies. Stay Focused on the Mission of God. Again, the title is Don't Waste Your Time on Your Enemies. Stay Focused on the Mission of God. Amen. So I just want to encourage uh, God's people today. Um, we're going to ask, I'm going to ask someone to give me a definition of enemy. Foe. Adversary. A foe? An adversary? Anyone else? A person that opposes you? A person that opposes you. I like that. All right. Okay, well, let me give you the uh, textbook. Or it's many definitions, so there's not a, a wrong definition. Right? I read into foe and all that. Fish thereof. But uh, the definition that I chose that I liked was someone who is hostile, feels hatred towards us, opposed the interest of, or intends to injure someone. That would be the uh, definition of enemy. Okay, uh, I have four verses tonight. Uh, I'm going to have uh, Brother Gary uh, to read for us Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12 through 13. Ephesians 6, verses 12 through 13. And then I'm going to have uh, Brother Caleb to read us Psalms 23, verse 5. Psalms 23, verse 5. And then I'm going to have Sister uh, Vanessa, to read us, if she can, uh, Luke chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. Luke chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. And then uh, I'm going to have Sister Kelly read for us, 2 Samuel chapter 3, verses 17 through 18. Again, that's 2 Samuel chapter 3, verses 17 through 18. 
Let us know when you're ready, brother Gary. I'm ready, bro. All uh, right. I'm from the King James. Read such as, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Therefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand the evil days. And having done all to stand, stand therefore, having your lungs girded about with the truth, and having all on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shone with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fire of God to the devil of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit, watching down to with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints and for me, that the utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Am I right? Amen. That, yep, that, that's, it, Kelly. that's it. That's it. That says the word read. Amen. Uh, so right. one thing I want to remind God's people of today is that oftentimes when we fight with the enemy, we have the tendency to believe that we're fighting against flesh. But the scripture reminds us that we don't fight against, we don't rouse against flesh and blood, but we rouse against uh, principalities in high places. So a lot of times we just want to get into our flesh when we're opposed or when someone is trying to do us harm and take up the battle for ourselves instead of allowing the Lord to lead the way and to lead the battle. Amen. So just to give you uh, uh, an example of what I'm saying is about, I say about three weeks ago, I was at the casino uh, there in Louisiana, and I know I'm not supposed to be at the casino, but I was there. Uh, and uh, I was I was gambling and, and doing my thing. And while I was at the casino, after I lost all my money, it didn't take long. If you know what I'm, if you know, if you ever been there, you know it don't take long. <laughs> so, so I had lost all my money, right? And so I went to go get something to eat, something to try to comfort me on the way home because I was hungry. And while I was standing in line, uh, this old older black lady walked up, and uh, she cut in front of the line. She cut in front of me and another old man. And she said, uh, are y'all in line? And old man said, yeah, we in line. Uh, you want to get to the back. Then she looked at me and asked me, was I in line? I told her, yes, ma'am, I'm in line. And she told me, uh, well, you need to get your ass over here and get in line. Uh, uh, get, uh, get your A over here. Excuse me, Sister Kelly. <laughs> well, you <hear> that. <laughs> Uh, you, just have to, you just have to get on it. That's what she said. Get your A over here. Get in line. All right. So 
I didn't pay her no attention because I'm thinking to myself, this lady don't know me. And uh, how is she going to uh, tell me where to go anyhow? So I kept looking in the opposite direction. I stayed where I was. Well, this lady got upset. She got mad and she started cussing, but I still didn't acknowledge her. Anyway, I placed my order and I left and went around after I got my food. I went around and I started sitting down to eat. This woman walks up to me while I'm sitting there eating and continues to cuss me out. I mean, continues to cuss me out loudly. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, obviously she ain't talking to me. And guess what? I didn't say one word to this lady. I mind my own business. As a matter of fact, I just looked in the opposite direction while she was cussing, thinking to myself, she must be talking to somebody else. And so I was on my way home, and in the process of being on my way home, I'm sitting up here, I'm bewildered, and I'm confused, and I'm trying to figure out, why would this lady cuss me out? Why would she go through all this? And I sit up there and ran the whole scenario back through my head, trying to make sure I didn't do something or say something to the lady that was offensive. And on the way home, I asked God, I said, God, why'd that lady do that? I mean, I don't understand. And then I heard the voice of the Lord speak to me calmly. And the voice of the Lord told me that she wasn't mad at you. She was mad at me. And I'm like, mad at you? But you didn't say nothing. He said, no, it's the spirit. <laughs> It's the spirit on the inside of you that she took an offense to and she followed her, her father. Her God is the God of the devil. You know what I'm saying? That's her father. Mm -hmm. And she, she, the devil recognized God's people when he sees, when he comes in contact with her. So this had nothing to do with you. Get out your feelings. Don't start thinking bad about nothing. This has everything to do with me. And then God reminded me of Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verses 12 through 13. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spirits in high places. So this battle was between uh, uh, God and the devil. That's all that was. Because I didn't say nothing to this woman to, 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 to uh, uh, cause that kind of response. And I'm so glad that I didn't allow myself to go down to her level and begin to cuss her back. And then perhaps somebody would have seen me, didn't know me, and thought, one, first of all, he in the casino, and second of all, he in the cussing. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, bro? He whooping somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, this is the older lady. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking to myself, man, you know, I respect my elders. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I, and plus, she's a woman, too. You know what I'm saying? So what harm is she going to do to me? Worst thing right. she do is knock my french fries out of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I pray to God she don't shoot me, though. But anyway, uh, uh, I, 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 that's what God told me. So I, I had peace with that. Okay, so let's move on to the next point. Let's look at Psalms 23, verse 5. Brother Caleb? Hello? 
You said Psalms what? Was it what, what he's gonna read that? Uh Psalms 23, verse 5. Oh, <laughs> what you didn't go to sleep, you didn't go to sleep on us, did you? No, sir. You said Psalms 23, verse 5. Yeah, Psalms 23, verse 5. You prepare a table for before me. You were in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Amen. Amen. And so the scripture goes on to remind us that God prepares a table for us in the presence of our enemies. Uh, we also seen that in the life of Jesus when he was walking with the disciples. And uh, Judas was an enemy of God. But God sat at the table with him and broke bread with him just like he was another disciple, just like he didn't know uh, uh, what he had going on. Uh, he didn't know who he was. He, 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 matter of fact, when he betrayed him, he said, why does thou betray me with a kiss? In other words, he was letting him know, man, all along, I knew that you wasn't no good. <laughs> All along, I knew you were scheming, you was up to something, but I knew in the end that it was going to all be revealed that uh, 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 who you are. Because whatever you are and whoever you are, one thing God does is one thing he specializes in, he will expose you. If something is around you that doesn't mean you any good, or something is around you that is going to bring harm to you, God will shine a light upon it. And oftentimes, God would allow that evil to stay around in your presence. And oftentimes, that same evilness will also eat with you, smile with you, drink with you, and at the same time, they be plotting your destruction at the same time. But see, God don't want us to focus on our enemies. He, what he wants us to be focused on is the mission that he gave us. And we knew that he had enemies, so we know we're going to have some enemies because we are his disciples. So we, we, know, we, know, we already know these things. So let us not be dismayed. Now, I have a question for you all, uh, if you care to share. Have God ever prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemy. Yes. He prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Mainly every time we go somewhere or sit amongst somebody uh, that possibly could be your enemy across the table. If they disagree with you or the word of God or anything good Basically, that's an enemy. Just like that woman uh, was in the front of you. You weren't at the table at that time, but he prepared a table before you. Your enemy was right there in the same spot. That's, that's all I'm saying. And, and you handled it quite well. You handled it better than I would have handled it. And I thank God for uh, good examples. See, you, you, you was a good example. That was an enemy. <laughs> been after you and Denise ever since I know y'all. Y'all been knowing each other a long time, but I just came in your life 
And ever since I've been here, it's like every time you take one step, you go two steps back. See, that enemy been watching y'all. He trying to kill you because he came to rob. I, I ain't coming. Hold on. Let me be quiet. But I ain't coming. He come to rob, steal, and destroy. Try to kill your wife. Try to take your wife from you. Try to cause confusion. He, he, your own family member could be that enemy sitting across the table from you. You see, so yes, I've said with him all the time. <laughs> but I ain't worried about it. Because greater is he that's in killing them than he that's in the world. That's all we do. But yes, you're a good example, man. You're better than I would have been. I thank God for your example. Amen, amen. Do anybody else care to share? <laughs> well, all right. Well, amen. And you're so right, Brother Gary. Oftentimes, our, our, our enemies, they come in faces that we recognize. Yeah, man. And, 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 and oftentimes, we think, sometimes we think our enemy is going to be a stranger or somebody we've never seen before. But oftentimes, when we look up, we see the face that stands before us as somebody that we recognize. That's right, man. But what I love about God so much mm. is that God do not keep you in the dark. If something don't mean no good for you, and if ain't something ain't good to you, God will shine a light on it in the presence of your enemies. Mm. Matter of mm. fact, I think we spend too much time worrying about our enemies, looking out for our enemies, Trying to be concerned where they at and what they're doing. We don't have to worry about all that. All right. Why? We got God gave us a mission. And our focus is to keep our eyes on the mission, not on our enemies. God never told us to spend no time watching and being concerned about what folks saying about us, what somebody trying to do to us, what they are, uh, what their intentions are. God, he didn't tell us that. What he told us to do was to keep our eyes on him and yeah. keep our eyes on the mission. And as long as we do that, God will take care of all our enemies. Amen. Matter of fact, I used to tell my wife all the time, I said, baby, don't spend too much time driving from the rear. Always keep your eyes ahead of you. Because when you're driving from the rear and you're looking in the rearview mirror, you can't see what's going on in front of you. And when you're blinded by looking in the rear, then it's going to be hard to go down the street when you're concerned with what already done happened. That already done happened. We done already been through all that. Why are we still talking about that? Why are we still focusing on that? Why? Because the enemy wants to take our eyes off of the mission. Hey, it, it is what it is. It doesn't happen, bro. It, it, it's over with. Let, let's go on down the road and see what God got for us. We know we know what's in the rear. We already have been through. We ain't got to worry about that. What we need to focus is what's on what's going on in front of us. Oftentimes, if you spend your time concentrating on what's behind you. You're going to have a wreck because you're not paying attention in what's going on in front of you. And while you're looking in the rear, guess what? The enemy is already putting something together up in front of you. 
So you ain't got time to be spending no time doing no rear view uh, driving. What we got to be is always looking forward, always pressing towards the mark, always pressing towards the high calling in Christ Jesus. That's what we got to spend our time on because we ain't got time to be worried about what done already happened. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. All right, let us look at uh, Luke chapter 4, verses 6 through 8. This is um, the NIV version. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Vanessa. Uh, if we read in these scriptures here in this particular text, we will understand if we started at verse 1, which we didn't, but you can always look at it. But if you start at verse 1, Jesus had been fasting for 40 days. And he had been out in the wilderness. And he was hungry. Hmm. And, and, and some people said Jesus hungry. Yeah, he was hungry because he was a man too. We got home. We get hungry. I was hungry today. I couldn't. I couldn't look at this Bible till I got something to eat. <laughs> After I got something to eat, then I said, "All right, now it's time to sit on down and uh, 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 look at the Word and see what we're gonna talk to God's people about." But first of all, we gotta eat. Amen. So. After I had satisfied the flesh, then I was ready to get into the word. But Jesus was out there 40 days. Thank God it wasn't 40 days for me. But he was out there 40 days hungry. And while he was out there 40 days hungry, that's when the enemy came to him with all these promises, with all these wishes, when he was most vulnerable in his flesh, when he was tired. And I'm here to tell you right now, church, when you get hungry and when you get tired, that's when you got to really be on the lookout for the enemy. Because the enemy is going to come to you at your weakest moment, when you're vulnerable, when your mind is on something else, when you're trying to get to the next thing, that's when he loves to come to God's people and sidetrack God's people and take their eyes off of the mission. Why? Because your eyes is already on something else. Your eyes is on trying to eat. Your eyes is on trying to, uh, trying to satisfy your hunger. So what I'm trying to tell you today, church, is make sure that you keep your eyes on the Lord. Amen. Even when you're hungry. <laughs> 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 Even when you're hungry and when you're tired. Now, now I come outside that house today and been up under the house and, and put tin all around the house. I was tired. And I was hungry at the same time. But it, it, it wasn't 40 days. But I was hungry. <laughs> I was hungry instead. <laughs> but I'm just here to tell you. When you most vulnerable, mm -hmm. or when you are the most uh, are most destitute, you know what I'm saying? That's when the enemy comes to you. And believe me, he got his eyes on you. Even when you think he ain't watching you, he's watching you. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, while I'm down there at Papa House, it's some wild dogs running around there. And so I had to uh, look out from up under the house. I had my pistol on the side. Yes, I did. I believe in God, but I carry my pistol too. And uh, I had my gun on my side, and I was up on there fixing the pipe. And at the same time, I had one eye on the pipe, and I had the other, other eye out for what's going on around me. In other words, you got to always stay vigilant. Always stay prayerful. Always stay watchful. Be wise as a serpent. And harmless as a dove. Now, some people may say a serpent is not wise, but let me tell you something. Anything that can cause his food to come to him, and he don't even know that he's a danger right there, he can camouflage himself so well when he blends into the environment. And he lets you think it's just another stick or a leaf sitting there. And as soon as you get close enough, he'll pop you. Oftentimes, when you see a serpent hunting in the wilderness, the rat will run right on the top part of his head before he popped. He never knew he was there. So the Bible tells us to be wise like him, to always be watchful, to always be prayerful, because our enemy, which is Satan, is always plotting an attack on God's people. But if we stay mindful and prayerful, God will take care of us. We ain't got to worry about what's going on behind us because he's going to already take care of us, what's going on behind us. I remember when I started working in the prison, they said, uh, boy, you got to have eyes in the back of your head. Well, that's impossible. You know I can't have no eyes in the back of my head. <laughs> I, it, I, I hear what you're saying, but thank you. But I know this here. I got eyes in the front of my head. And God going to take care of the back of my head. If something is lurking behind me, if something is around me that's not supposed to be right, God got a way of speaking to me. He got a way of calling my name to put me on alert, to let me know something just ain't right, and to be mindful and watchful for all danger. All right. Now, uh, this thing that come up, we about to run out of time. I guess I'm talking too long. Um... So uh, let me uh, let me move to uh, let me move to this last part because I want to leave some minutes here just in case somebody else has something to say or prayer or whatever. So let me move to this last one. Second Samuel chapter three verses seventeen through eighteen. Now Abner had com communicated with the elders of Israel, saying, "In time past, you were seeking." For David to be king over you. Now then do it. For the Lord has spoken of David. Saying. By the hand of my servant David. I will save my people Israel. From the hand of the Philistines. And the hand of all their enemies. Now here you go. Here you go. Here we go again. Now he is comforting his people. Through David. And he's putting a confirmation, a stamp of approval that this is God's man and that he's going to be with him. He's going to walk with him. He's going to speak with him. And he's going to deliver him from all of Israel's enemies through this king. 
Now, we already know if we studied the scriptures and we believe that David was a mighty warrior. Matter of fact, when they used to hear David was on the run or David was coming to town, people got on alert mode because they know what David was capable of. He'd already conquered nations and enemies. He'd already uh, 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 beat up so many people and destroyed so many cities and kingdoms. Matter of fact, David couldn't even build a house or the temple for God because God said he had too much blood on his hand. He, 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 was a, he was a mighty warrior. And why was he such a great warrior? Because he served the same God as we serve. Our God is a warrior. He is a skilled tactician. And he knows how to fight in battle. And he will bring them to news. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Now the only way you do that, he got to be God. He got to be the Lord. And let me tell you something. God got a mighty, a mighty, he got the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that resides in me, the same one that resided in David, is the same one that resides in all of those that believe and trust in God. It's in Brother Gary, it's in Sister Vanessa, it's in Caleb, it's in Sister Kelly, and it's in me. Amen. So I ain't afraid of them wild dogs. Because God gave me the power to put bring them under submission. And let me tell you, I shot at them twice. I shot right into the pack, trying to hit the head one. And they took off. And let me tell you something else. Now when I pull up, I see them, but guess what? When they see me, they take off running. You know why they take off running? Because they know <laughs> ain't nothing good coming to them if they cross that line. You understand where I'm coming from? So I'm using that spirit, that, that, that uh, story about them wild dogs to let you know that the wild dogs that's surrounding you, mm -hmm. the wild dogs that's, that's around you, uh, it, it, they look like familiar faces. Some of them dogs you done fed and you done helped raise. <laughs> the wild dogs God, when God's man or his woman step on the scene, then wild dogs will scatter. Why? Because that man and that woman comes in the anointing of God. And when he comes in the anointing of God, he has not only God on his side, but he has everything that comes with God. All authority to bring into some, some, uh, submission and subjection. All is not right. So I'm telling you, do not spend your time getting sidetracked by your enemy. Don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Why? Because God has already told you that you are victorious. Jesus already declared that on the cross. He already dealt, he already uh, uh, gave Satan a knockout blow when he came, when he died on that cross, and when he rose with all power in his hand. Huh? When he rose with all power, in his hand. He already let you know right there everything else going to be all right. Amen. So I, I'm through with what I had to say to you. I'm going to back up. Amen, preacher. <laughs> <laughs> Any comments?
comments about that was a great way, honey. Great that was way. Any that comments was about anything come to mind that uh, the Lord gave you throughout this message, this word, this uh, reminder that God got our back and that mm -hmm. the enemy, we better watch out. Amen. Lord, when Kelly was speaking, the Lord put the scripture in my mind. I, I know he said it. I believe he said it, but forgetting those things, that, that Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind us and, and, and pressing forward the mark on the high corner. Huh? Forgetting those things behind us. Don't worry about what's behind us, but press toward the mark, which is Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Amen. Okay. Yeah. You have something, Caleb? You have anything, missionary? You talking to me? Caleb, he's, what'd he say? He didn't say nothing. I would, but he, he said nothing. It's on you now. No, I'm good. I was thinking about the same scripture he mentioned. I didn't remember the forgetting, but pressing towards Mark is what I was remembering. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for the word. We thank God for you guys showing up. Amen. Yeah. Uh, technically, uh, Prophetess Katrina is supposed to bring the word next week, but you know your sister going to have her be ready. Uh, in case we don't worry about what can't happen or what people don't see, uh, they don't mm -hmm. show that's so they don't matter because God said, Be instant in season and out of season, always be ready. Mm -hmm. There's times that me and my husband have went to places and they called upon him and he wasn't expecting to get a word and they gave him five minutes to get something together. <laughs> he always delivered because God is with us. Mm -hmm. And he gives us the word. He speaks to us every day. So we shouldn't have no problem giving somebody encouraging word. Amen? Uh, because God is good. Uh, and his mercy endures forever. So I'm going to let, I'm going to relinquish it once again to my husband. Uh, he's going to take any prayer requests. We have a, less than two minutes. Uh, so is there any additional prayer requests? Uh, I'm going to let him pray out. Any additional prayer requests? Uh, we're going to let God have his way with Kelly. Let him, let yeah. him pray Kelly. Go for it. Well, amen. We're going to close out and we're going to ask God to, to help us throughout this week and, 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 and all this. <clears throat> oh, gracious dear and Father, Lord, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for your word. God, thank you, Lord, for the comfort that you give us in your scripture. And God, thank you, Lord, for letting us know and understand that we don't have to worry about our enemies, that you've already put them in subjection. You've already won the fight. God, thank you, Lord, for letting us know that we are fighting a fixed fight. It's already read. You already won. We give you praise and we give you honor. And we thank you, God, for doing tremendous and marvelous things that only you can do. Because you are a miracle worker. We give you praise and we give you honor. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen and amen.
Amen. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for coming. We will uh, be meet here again uh, next Wednesday, same time, seven o'clock. Uh, and may the Lord keep you while we are apart. And may he continue to bless you both physically and financially. Amen. Let's have a great one. And do you remember, are you determined to grow? Amen. 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 God bless y'all. God bless you.